Hi, everyone. This is Valerie Dyke, and you're with the Life Changes channel. Life comes with many changes. Some are expected. Some are unexpected. Some positive, some challenging. But you don't have to navigate them alone. There are people who care and want to help. You're in the right place because I'm here to connect you with them. What is your next step? Making choices that involve change can be difficult. Where can you find the resources who have answers for your questions? Our team of experts and professionals can help you make informed decisions with less stress to help you manage these changes in your life easier. You'll also meet people just like you who share their stories to encourage you not to give up. Hi, I'm Dina Court, an author, blogger, publisher, and empowerment coach. Thank you for joining me today on the Life Changes channel podcast, where we'll cover topics around life changes that you might be facing in your career and education, health, finances, relationships, parenting, aging, real estate, lifestyle, loss, and personal growth. This show started out as a Divorce Magazine Canada podcast, but so much of the content could also apply even if you aren't dealing with a divorce or separation. So now... It's Life Changes channel. There will still be lots of information to support you or someone you care about who is dealing with divorce or separation. I encourage you to go back and meet all the incredible guests in the earlier episodes. There is so much gold there. And hey, did you know we have a YouTube channel, a new Life Changes channel, and free magazines with articles from our team available across much of Alberta, as well as on our website, lifechangesmag.com. We also hold online divorce resource groups that are free to attend and everyone is welcome. Check out the links in the show notes and be sure to join us. We love bringing experts to you. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website lifechangesmag.com and stay tuned at the end for the legal language. Ready? Here we go. Hey, how'd you like a chance to win some gift cards? I have multiple draws for multiple gift cards available just for telling me what you think. There is a survey that I've created that is really quick, just takes a couple minutes, and I want to hear from you. I want to know your opinion and your thoughts, your feedback on all the stuff that I'm doing with the podcast and the resource groups and the support groups and the magazine. Please let me know what you think. It just takes a couple minutes and the link is in the show notes. Now, my special guest today is Valerie Dyke. She is an insurance specialist that is going to address some of the concerns that you might come up against when you are going through a divorce. Do you know your insurance coverage and how it may be affected after a divorce or a separation? Let's hear what she has to say. Good morning, Valerie. I'm happy you were able morning, to Dina. join me. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> this is a topic that I you know, I'm finding that a lot of the topics that I cover are areas of people's lives they don't realize will be affected during a divorce or a separation. And it, sadly, insurance is something that comes up it, when they need it. It's, mm -hmm. it's already a, oops, didn't think of this. And mm -hmm. now do I have coverage? Do my kids have coverage? How do I go about making sure that we have what we need by way of insurance. So I'm, I'm really 
excited to cover this with you so that we can give people that knowledge and fill that gap and give them something to consider before they need it. So welcome. Please tell me about yourself, your your why, how you've gotten into the insurance industry, and then let's dig into this whole area of um, insurance. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, let's be honest, insurance is not sexy to begin with. <laughs> it's it's not something that we typically talk about at family gatherings or weddings, right? We don't We don't really have these conversations. And so a lot of times people will assume things about insurance and who has what kind of coverage without really knowing, you know, you know, what kind of car they drive or what kind of house they live in, but not really some of those itty bitty things. People don't talk about their bank statements either. Right. right. But um, what the challenge is a lot of people who even have coverage don't typically know what they have. So when there is a separation or a divorce, because they never had that conversation when they were living as a married couple, now they really have no idea. They don't know what company they might've been insured with. They don't know if that would continue to transfer to them as separated individuals, as divorced individuals. Did that coverage ever cover them as a spouse? Did it ever cover the children? So these are conversations for me that I really encourage couples to have anyway so that they're very familiar with what they already have. So they they have that information. Who do I contact when something happens, right? But for, for my part, what I want to encourage people is, um, one, I can help you with affordable coverage. So that's a big, scary part of it too. I think when you're separating incomes and separating households is everything costs so much money. And I work so closely with individuals to make sure it's a friendly budget that we're looking at because we never want that to be an additional stress, but you want to make sure you've got something in place when something unexpected happens. We don't plan to get hurt. We don't plan to get sick, but we know that it happens, right? We've all visited people in the hospital mm -hmm. who didn't plan to be there. So that's my job to just provide those options and, and keep it affordable. If that's, if that's kind of helping answer that question. I think it's a scary situation. It's a transition in their lives that you hope never happens. Absolutely. You see it happening around you. You already have some preconceived notions and fears around it. And now here you find you're in the middle of it. And like you say, yes, insurance isn't sexy. It's not a conversation they've likely had. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they haven't been in situations that it has been a, you know, a topic that comes up commonly. So learning what company your insurance is held in, exploring what options there would be as you are your own separate entity, or are you going to continue having coverage under, you know, the primary carrier mm -hmm. or is your work, how is your work coverage? Is it, is, are there enough benefits there for you just to explore what's out there? And that if there's children involved as well, what mm -hmm. are their needs? Are those substantially covered in the event of whatever uh, could come up in the future? Yeah. So that's really, it's interesting. That's, that's, I'm happy that you're encouraging people to have those conversations anyways, that many, yes. you're seeing that many people don't 
even the, have a good you idea. You just don't. You just assume, oh, my spouse has a good plan. My spouse has that all covered. And when we actually, because that's part of what I do too, complimentary, no charge, but I will help people actually go through what they already have to make sure that they understand it. And is it matching all the needs that you need for your family? Because sometimes right. that coverage starts as a single person and then they get married and then they have children, but they've never gone back to take a look at what their plan actually covers and did it get adjusted as the life changed? So let's let's make sure we're covering all bases. But when there is a separation, when there is a divorce, some companies will allow that benefit to continue to the former spouse and and for the children especially. But for the spouse, it it's hit or miss, just depending on how the company wants to split those out. So it's really important to have those conversations and not assume. Um, and it's a difficult time, I know, for a lot of people to have these conversations. But if you've had the conversation already and you know what company you're with, then you've got a bit of a head start. You've got that knowledge to take and, and clarify those questions with. What would be your top, let's say, top three tips for people when they, it's inevitable, there is a divorce happening. So you mentioned being aware of what coverage you currently have. Mm hmm and then what would be your step, your next steps? Oh, well, I mean, obviously it's going to be different for every family, but some families, um, you know, based on activities, they're going to have higher risks for accidents. Um, some families based on family history, maybe they're more predisposed to certain illnesses. So really having an understanding of where your risks lie will also help you to know whether the coverage that you have is going to be enough, right? Let's say high blood pressure or heart disease runs in your family. Maybe there's a ton of people who have cancer. Your focus really should be more on making sure you guys have enough sickness coverage, especially for medications. People have no idea those specialty medications cost so much. And then a lot of times they're not covered under basic plans. Um, so even having that kind of idea of, of that risk is higher for you, or maybe your kids are really active and they're, you know, in football or they ski or they play hockey. Well, then the, again, incident of concussions or broken bones or stitches are going to be higher than if you've got someone, let's say, who is artistic and likes to paint or, um, you know, create novels, not that there's no risk, right? There's always risks on both sides, but just having an understanding of what your family dynamics look like so that again, you can make those decisions of where you need to prioritize your coverage. That's very good. Yes. Yeah. That isn't something we necessarily consider because we think, well, we have insurance, it'll cover all mm -hmm. of this and mm -hmm. maybe not. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, it's again, going back through your insurance, understanding where you might have exclusions. Um, Cause a lot of people will think, oh yeah, I'm covered. But, you know, I, I met with one client whose father lives in Northern Saskatchewan and his insurance specifically says they will not cover him while he snowmobiles. You're in Northern Saskatchewan. <laughs> what else are you going to do in the winter, right? It's very outdoorsy, whether you're hunting or fishing and you snowmobile and they're not covered because there's mm. an exclusion on that. So even knowing, hey, we participate in an activity that our insurance isn't going to cover, you want to make sure that you've got some supplemental coverage, which is what I do just to kind of fill in that gap 
because again, that's a high risk activity and something could happen. But when people don't know, they just assume they're covered for these things and then something happens, then they find out that they're not covered. So again, I have no problem sitting down and helping people understand it because contracts are confusing. They really are. And they're not always user-friendly in the way it's put out. So I want to help people know what they have. It's not necessarily to convince them they need something else, but let's just start with knowledge because knowledge is power. And then from that, you can make the best decision for yourself and your family. But when you don't know, you're in that limbo situation, which isn't helping anyone. And it's scary to be in a limbo. You're better to know that you aren't covered for something so that you can make those changes. So Mm -hmm. first, know what you're covered what your current coverage is second have an understanding of what coverage you need related Mm -hmm. to your activities family health history that type of thing and then then what would be the next step now where do we go well again when we're talking about separation and divorce i think the understanding is is that contract going to cover you after the divorce because you're saying if we're looking at it being inevitable for some policies they will transfer even if there's a divorce Uh, and it's for some as soon as you're divorced it stops so it's about getting something in place before you're left with nothing right Mm -hmm. um but it you know, I understand I, you know, if I've had numerous people in my my family have to go through divorce. My parents were divorced. So I know that there's so many things that you have to think about. Um, and so I, I am in no way trying to ever put pressure on anyone because you have to go through those steps. But this is an important one, especially as a single parent, depending on how involved the other partner is or is not with your children. If you're the primary caregiver and you're hurt, and you're up in the hospital, who's taking care of your kids, right? Right. Or let's say your child now gets severely sick and they're in the hospital. Are you taking time off as a single parent to to care for them in the hospital? Because it's hard. It's hard leaving your child there when they're not well. So even having that freedom of choice before something happens, because I can't imagine being stuck in the, I have to go to work to pay the bills. My child now has to be in the hospital by themselves. So again, these things are important and we always have 2020 vision when we look back, right? Oh yeah. So again, <laughs> my job is just to really help people understand what they have, what they might be lacking. And if they're lacking, how can we make it affordable to make sure they've got something in place for when something happens, right? And it gives some peace of mind. Absolutely. It, Knowing- it gives you back choice, right? Because you've, you've got that money coming in to give you that freedom to choose to take time off, whether you're hurt, whether your child is hurt, right? Whether you need to hire someone to come in and walk your dog because you broke your leg or take a taxi for your kids to get to school because they can't take the school bus because they've broken their leg and you need to get to work, right? So the the freedom that you get back from that is worth so much more than that, the cost of the policy. And I hope that people really take this to heart and, and look into it. Yes, there's so many details to look into during a divorce and, and things to manage, but to really consider how much this could impact your life if you didn't give it some attention before you need it. And I Absolutely. want to briefly touch on a, a conversation that we've had as you know, uh, domestic abuse and bringing more awareness to the high prevalence of it 
and supporting those who are in those situations so that they know that they aren't alone, that people care and want to help them. When it comes to their insurance, this is something that had crossed my mind, whether women or men would have coverage if they needed medical attention around uh, a, a physical attack from a spouse or an ex-spouse, you know, in a domestic violence situation. I don't, and my, so why I want to bring attention to this is because I don't want people to feel afraid to seek that medical attention and to be honest about how the injury happened mm -hmm. and to report it. If it helps empower them to hopefully get some support and some help, not only for the physical injury, but for the whole situation. And mm -hmm. I think there's such a stigma around domestic abuse as it is, which now legally does include all types of abuse and domestic violence is not only just physical, but when there are injuries that they do need medical attention for, how does their insurance handle that? Do they still have coverage? So that's a fantastic question. It's really sad that we still have to have this conversation about it. Um, in a lot of ways, I think as society, we've we've moved forward greatly. And in some, we're still back in the dark ages, right? Still victim blaming, which I think is a horrible situation to be in. So for, for a general insurance statement, I can't speak for all insurance companies. What I can say, though, from my point of view for our coverage, we don't discriminate against um, a domestic situation that causes that accident. If there is an injury, there is an injury. Uh, you can still report it fully. You can go to the hospital. You can go to the police. It, the only thing that we really require is that it's been documented. Um, and that means you've gone and seen a physician and confirmed that there was an injury that took place. And then we can help you with that. It's not going to negate your claim because it was a domestic situation, which I think is the big uh, concern that you're bringing there. Uh, we've had situations where clients have been um, just jumped walking down the street. They were fully covered. We've had people in their job, a security guard. Uh, bouncer actually, whose job is to take care of um, rough housing, but he ended up getting um, hit and needed some stitches as well. And so that was the, in both cases, that was direct violence where they could turn around and charge the individual that did that to them. It did not negate them being able to put in a claim. So I, I don't want people to ever feel like they have to withhold the details of how something happened, but with any claim for us, it has to be documented. So that would be my encouragement to seek medical attention, regardless of whether it's a claim or not, because you want to make sure if it's serious that you're getting that care. Um, I think that's the worst thing that we do is we brush off. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then we find out later I wasn't so fine. And then it's so much harder to fix and come back from that. So go in and see a doctor as, as soon as you can, but know that we are not we are not going to discriminate against paying you because that's the situation which occurred to cause the injury. Thank you for addressing that. Um, you know, anything we can do to decrease the fear and mm -hmm. the concern around the stigma, if they do 
speak up about how the injury happened, I think is important. So thank you. Now I'm curious, I want to get back to what, what I asked you in the beginning is how did you, how did you get into insurance? Well, it's, it, I never thought that I would be doing this because I mean, I start off saying insurance is not sexy. Let's be honest. Most people hate insurance. (laughs) It's not a loved thing. But my background actually goes back into massage therapy. So I, wow. I've been a registered massage therapist uh, a little over 14 years now. So I do it more on the part-time because I still love my clients. But I know firsthand what it's like being in a situation where you're injured or sick and you should be at home taking care of yourself, but you have to go into work to get paid. And so I went into work with stitches in my hand. I went to work with a dislocated shoulder. I went to work with my back in so much spasms that I couldn't stand up straight because I had to work to get paid. So when I found out about supplemental coverage, I thought, this is amazing. It was, of course, 13 years into my career, but (laughs) I thought, this is great. People need to know about it. And then when I kind of came to that point of, you know, I kind of want to transition into something else because it's got a life cycle, right? Massage therapy is difficult for us to do. I just really thought this was a great lateral transition because I got into massage therapy because I wanted to help people. And now I look at it, I can really help people take care of themselves, take care of their families, um, just in a different way, which still helps me feel good about what I do and help my clients through the claim process. So when something happens, I walk them through the paperwork. I help them communicate with their doctors. I help them follow up with the claims department. So I'm really with my clients all the way through it. So I'm actually more involved than I was as a massage therapist. But it's again, you know, when someone's like, thank you so much, I appreciate that, that extra work that you did, or, Hey, I'm so excited. I got my check today. You know, thank you. It was able to pay for our bills that just, again, it's that feel good moment instead of, I didn't get to help someone today. Right. And it, for me, it just made sense. It made sense. And I'm glad that I made the transition. And I love that our company can help so many people. Um, we're very different in how we operate. We cover a lot of people that would normally not be able to get covered. We pay out. We just, we just paid someone who cut their thumb scrubbing out their oven (laughs) and their thumb got infected. I mean, it's amazing to me how I can support my clients with this unique opportunity. Um, Whereas I could only help one person at a time in massage therapy. So now I feel like I can have a greater reach to help my community, which is important to me. I love that. We will definitely have your contact information available in the show notes so people can reach out and talk to you. And again, you know, take advantage of the offer that you have that's a free of charge consult where you will mm-hmm. walk them through the a discovery. What are you currently covered for? Where might there be some gaps? And I think that's such a gift. So I, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. So thank you, Valerie. I've, I've loved hearing more about the importance of understanding your insurance and how it could be affected during a divorce or separation. And what are the considerations that are very important so that you're prepared before and not, not scrambling and, and missing out on some coverage that could really help support your family in the event that you need it. Of course, being prepared before is great, but we don't always have that benefit. So whatever stage someone's at, I'm absolutely willing to help support them. And, and, and even if I'm not the right fit, I still want to make sure people understand what they have so they can make the best decision going forward. 
That's fantastic. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you, Dina. I appreciate it. Hopefully you heard something today that helps you wherever you might be in life. Do you have questions or a suggestion for a topic you want to know more about? Let me know. Check the show notes for all the contact information. Follow this podcast and find us on social. Know anyone who might find this information helpful? Be a friend and share it. And hey, thank you for hanging out with me today. Keep smiling that beautiful smile. The world needs your sunshine. It means a lot that you spend this time with us and meet our experts and professionals who can help you through whatever life changes you're facing. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, lifechangesmag.com. The link is in the show notes. Our disclaimer, Divorce Magazine Canada, Life Changes Magazine and Channel and Divorce Resource Groups are intended to educate and provide quality, credible resource information. The contents should not be used as factual until consultation with the appropriate professionals for any guidance. Divorce Magazine Canada, Life Changes Magazine, and Life Changes Channel, as well as the Divorce Resource Groups, do not constitute endorsements for, nor liability for any claims made in the presenting of this information.